to the United States, where Donald Trump has relaunched his bid to return to the White House during a fiery address at the Conservative Political Action Conference. The former US president says he'll continue his presidential campaign even if he's indicted. In 2016, I declared, I am your voice. Today, I add, I am your warrior. I am your justice. And for those who have been wronged and betrayed, I am your retribution. I am your retribution. And on the question of foreign policy, Donald Trump claims only he has the capability to end Russia's war in Ukraine and prevent World War III. Before I even arrive at the Oval Office, I will have the disastrous war between Russia and Ukraine settled. And it will take me no longer than one day. But I stand here today and I'm the only candidate who can make this promise. I will prevent, and very easily, World War III. Matt Makoviak is a Republican strategist and former Capitol Hill aide in the George W. Bush administration. And he joins me now from Austin, Texas. Thank you so much for your time. Pleasure. Donald Trump is really trying to rekindle the magic of 2020 with his us versus them rhetoric. Is he succeeding? Well, um, he's lost, I think, some of his grip over the party. But at the moment, um, he does appear to be perhaps the largest figure heading into the Republican presidential primary in 2024. Um, you know, there are some some things that I think are concerning for, from his standpoint. Uh, number one, he has a serious threat in Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who in some uh, polling at this point is ahead of him, some polling behind him a little bit, even though he's not an announced candidate. Uh, he has significant legal liability at the moment, not just in the city of New York, but also in Georgia. Um, he has uh, presumably some financial challenges with his businesses, uh, given how all that's been going. Um, and so at the end of the day, I mean, he, he remains probably the most likely nominee, but I don't think it's more than 50 percent that he's going to be the nominee. And there's a lot that's going to happen. And even if you look at CPAC, I mean, CPAC is a shell of what it once was. Uh, the turnout was very, very small compared to past years. You had very few presidential candidates and leading Republicans. So uh, there's no question he has a hold over the party. Uh, how much that hold is, how strong that hold is, how tight that grip is, is an open question right now. Yeah, and and you know, there's there's a few months, there's m- many months ahead to determine where it goes. He's facing mm-hmm. several investigations. Despite that, he says he won't be dropping out of the race for the White House, even if he's indicted. In fact, he says indictment will only increase his poll numbers. Is he right? Is that sort of sense of um, him being hunted by the establishment likely to help him among his supporters? Um, well, obviously, it would be unprecedented to have a active candidate for president continue to stay in a race when they're uh, when they've been indicted. Um, but like so many other things, Trump, you know, uh, breaks uh, what we expect of candidates. Uh, the only thing we can point to that, that compares uh, is was when uh, Mar-a-Lago was raided. I guess whenever that was last fall, uh, he did see at least among Republican voters, uh, a boost in support after that happened. Um, and so, you know, he is he is partially correct in that I do think there would be a rallying around him if he were indicted. I think by, by many Republican voters that would be seen as a partisan witch hunt. Um, on the other hand, uh, I think voters on our side are also getting tired of all the drama, all the controversy, all the losing. 
um, you know, there's a sense that we can look at the policies that most of our voters and most of the country agree with that Trump supports and get and, and get and get the positives from that while not having to carry his baggage with us and risk Joe Biden being reelected to a second term. On this claim, he can end the war in Ukraine. How has this been received in Washington? Just remind us of his foreign policy credentials. Well, um, I don't think, you know, Jesus Christ himself uh, could, could end the war in Ukraine and Russia in one day. It's far too complicated. What Ukraine would require, uh, presumably, would be a war crimes tribunal for Putin, restitution for all the damage they've done, the return of Crimea and the uh, eastern regions that Russia has at least partially seized. Russia could never accept uh, those terms. Russia would want to keep Crimea, Crimea, keep those two eastern regions. And, and so that kind of settlement uh, would take weeks, if not months, and likely won't happen anytime soon. It is possible that he would have a different approach uh, than Biden's had. Uh, and he might be able to negotiate with Russia in a way that Biden hasn't been able to. But that is an overly simplistic uh, statement, grandiose statement that he's making, much like he did when he said uh, Mexico would pay for the wall. Uh, or, you know, he's made so many statements like that over the last five or six years. You have to take them with a grain of salt at this point. Mm. You've already mentioned that some of his competitors, or not declared, but, you know, likely to be. The CPAC conference was, though, once a must-stop for Republican presidential candidates. But we've we've seen the, a bit of a that some have skipped it this year. Why? Well, there's two reasons. One, th- that event has become the Trump show over the last five or six years. At one time, it used to be sort of the, the closest thing to a conservative ideas uh, retreat, uh, where 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 you know interesting, thoughtful, substantive people came and gave thoughtful speeches about the future of the country. Yes, there's always been a circus-like quality. But at this point, it's it's entirely a circus. Um, there's almost nothing that's offered that has substantive value. Uh, it's all performance, all theater, all all a grift, um, and and that's unfortunate because um, the American Conservative Union, which uh, which runs that event, uh, it you know created something I think that was necessary. Uh, unfortunately, they've they've lost control of it, and as I said, become the Trump show at this point. And that's why you had so many presidential candidates uh, skip. I also think that the leader of that group, Matt Schlapp, is facing serious sexual assault charges or, or allegations, excuse me, in a lawsuit. And that's added a level of controversy over the last two or three months that I think has given a lot of Republicans pause in terms of uh, participating and, and, and attending the event. Trump has also vowed to give full pardons and an apology to the detainees who attacked Capitol Hill on January the 6th. In fact, he's just released a song called Justice for All with the imprisoned rioters chanting USA. How reckless is this approach? Pretty reckless. It's the kind of thing that probably has support among 20 percent of of, uh, the population in in America. Uh, And it may be intense uh, support for that. Uh, and you may be able to ask quest- reasonable questions about whether, uh, you know, due process has been violated. But the idea that you would um, that you would give pardons, blanket pardons to these individuals, uh, you know, a good number of whom um, were, were were engaged in violence. Obviously, they they entered the Capitol illegally, uh, did significant damage uh, to property, threatened um, the constitutional process that Congress was engaged in, put the vice president, the speaker of the House, other constitutional officers at risk. I mean, it hasn't happened in over 100 years that our capital has been overrun. So, again, that's another one of these situations where, um, 
you know, Trump is being reckless with the things he's saying. He's being controversial. He's being over the top. And I don't think that the, the country wants to see that kind of uh, insanity return. Um, again, I think Trump's record from a policy standpoint is much more positive than he gets credit for. But when he makes statements like that, when he's irresponsible, when he continues to push these lies about the election, it undermines uh you know, the positive results of many of the policies he put in for, put in place in that one 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 year term and or excuse me, four year term. Um, and, and again, I think there's so much baggage that comes with him. I think people are just sort of tired of it. And um, I don't think it's going to happen again. I think the odds are he won't be the nominee. I think if he is the nominee, he will not win. Um, and uh, but if he does win, he's going to be unshackled uh, in, in another term. And he may be even more extreme uh, because he won't have to face reelection um, and he will he will serve in a way that will be focused on settling scores and getting back at his enemies, not necessarily focused on on doing good for the country. And that would be tragic. Matt, thanks for your time. Pleasure. Matt Makoviak is a Republican strategist and former Capitol Hill aide in the George W. Bush administration. ABCRN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.